0: Glorious little worship time. If you like the worship music, check out our radio station. Drunk FM, redletterman.com. All the music from Joel's Bar is on there. And ten different audio Bibles. We've had a radio station about five years. Streaming through every device. Every computer. Play it in the Bluetooth in your cars. It's awesome. That music's so anointed. We always add new music to it, too. Anytime I discover some glory music, some prophetic music, some awesome music from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ that has put it on a radio station, hallelujah. So you can really stay at the bar of God all the time and just drink and be drunk, brothers and sisters, on the love of Christ so that you don't have your eyes on you. And you're not focused on your woundedness. Oh, have compassion now. Don't be mean. Come on, man. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. If you have your eyes on your woundedness, you'll never get better. Only your wounds will get bigger. But if you have your eyes on Jesus, your wounds will go away. He's the balm of Gilead. He's present right now in the richest measure of the Divine Presence called the seven blazing torches of the Messiah, burning through our bowels of compassion, burning through our loins of truth, girded with the belt of truth, blazing through the armor of God and the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation and the feet of the gospel of peace. (laughs) And you know we got the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, so we can be on the attack and not just... on the defense with the shield of faith which is, the Apostle Paul's opinion, the most important piece of the armor is it an opinion? yeah the Apostle's opinion is like the royal law (laughs) straight from the throne of God written in glory written in the blood of the Lamb and it works on a street level tested and tried and proven throughout time every generation since Adam. It's the eternal gospel. And I saw an eagle flying mid-air directly above, proclaiming the eternal gospel. It is written. It's the gospel that Adam and Eve walked in before they fell. What's the gospel? The Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus Christ is the gospel. It's not a message so much for your brain, as a drink for your heart and for your spirit and for your bodies to overflow with the new wine, with the golden oil, and with the washing of the water of the word through your heads and hearts. You're a virgin. You're a virgin. You're a virgin. Be a virgin. Wise virgins filled with fresh oil. They were all Christians. They all looked the part in the parable of the ten virgins. But who entered the marriage supper of the Lamb? Those who were full of the anointing oil, who relied not on money, but on the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. That's what separates the living and the dead, and you can become alive today, at any moment that you believe in Jesus Christ. When you stop trusting in the natural realm, and start trusting in the supernatural realm of Jesus Christ, seated in the third heaven at the right hand of God, glorified in the flesh. Transfigure, so that when you obey the royal law of eating my flesh and drinking my blood, you're not vampires and cannibals, but Christians. Having your bellies full of hidden manna, having your hearts full of new wine, and your faces shining with the joy of the Lord Jesus from your hearts. It's a new covenant. It's a covenant of grace. The law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We have the grace, and we have the truth of Jesus Christ. I love this verse. Prophet John says in 1 John, There's three things in the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes is the greed of the mind. <laughs> the pride of life is trusting in the natural realm. But the blood, the word, and the spirit overcome all the pride of life and all the greed of the mind. So if you have lust of the eyes or you're pulled in the direction of towards things in the natural dimension and idolatry and serving natural elemental spiritual forces of wickedness and the religious devil of the natural realm of works and striving and religiosity all those things that have to do with the pride of the goat of Egypt and the realm of Satan's religion and all those things that have to do with lust and Sodom and the calf and the golden calf that they worshiped and bowed down to, that Moses made them drink, all those temptations and pulls of your flesh, of your carnal mind, and of your carnal heart, all of them are washed in the Word. All of them are healed, and all the woundedness of your own sin and your own adultery, and others sin towards you, and others idolatry of you. Because there's no greater idolatry than a man or a woman, even in a marriage, (laughs) even kids. You know, look at all these idols they got. They got Michael Jordan up on a pedestal. They got Donald Trump as their savior. They got all these different messiahs. There's one messiah and one body, Jesus Christ. And we are all members in particular of his body, the body of the anointed one in his oil so that no one can say, I'm better than you. No, no, no. We can say, I've received more grace than you. Open up your hearts and receive grace. Open up your bodies and be filled with the man of fire that spoke to Moses face to face on the mountain. Who is that man of fire? That's who, that's who you're born again from. Bible says in 1 John, you're born of the divine sperm, which is the word that cannot sin. The word of God is the sperma, it is written of God. That's scripture, that's not weirdness. That's 2,000 year old revelation that they should be teaching in every church if they're real Christians. Are you born of the word of God, the sperma of God? Did you come out of the loins of the man of fire on the mountain that created the heavens and the earth with a whisper? Yes! Do you identify with your spirit now regenerated in Christ by grace through faith? Yes! Do you identify with your natural man as being the old man? As the animal, the curse of the fall that was removed through the death of Jesus Christ? Yeah! So we're walking in the new covenant, temples of the Holy Spirit now. No longer subject to the law of Moses no longer submitted to externalism of the do's and don'ts of the carnal mind. Here a little, there a little. It's wearisome, your do's and don'ts, your celebrations, your Sabbaths, your new moons, and your festivals. I count them but dung. Even my education and everything I've learned in my carnal mind about God I count it but dung for the sake of knowing Christ and being crucified with Him at the place of the skull. So it's no longer we that live, but Christ that lives through us. So that our eyes are not on us, but on Him who died for us. So that we're not serving the creature, but the Creator. So that we're not burying the image of birds, reptiles, and beasts, but bearing the image of the God I am whom I serve, and following the angel of the Lord, we go from glory to glory. One degree of glory to a greater degree of glory by the Spirit of the Lord. What is the Spirit of the Lord? Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to proclaim the good news, forgiveness of sins, the year of jubilee, all debts cancel. That's a good thing for a lot of you in debt. I hate seeing money manipulate and control people's lives. That is the exact diabolical opposite plan for God's life for you. To be controlled and manipulated by currency and by creation is Satan's plan for your life. If it has any power over you, no doubt about it, you're demonized right now. Who doesn't? Who's the man and woman that Money has no power over. He or she that follows the angel of the Lord going from glory glory to glory, their feet are like burnished bronze having been refined in a fire. They walk on streets of gold in heavenly Jerusalem on earth as it is in heaven. They walk on the highway of holiness. There's men and women here, there's a remnant here that walk like Jesus Christ on earth. firstborn amongst many of the divine class beings, the sons of God, the children of the resurrection, born of the sperm of God the Father, and raised in full spiritual stature to be wise virgins, never giving up our virginity to demons of lust or demons of pride, never selling out and sacrificing on altars of this world, but on the gold altar before His throne, We sacrifice our skulls to become living stones with new names written on it. It's some meat for the mature. Strong meat is for the mature. (laughs) And by now, many of you are teachers. And I don't speak down to you, I speak up to you to build you up always in the most holy faith, praying always in the Holy Spirit, Rivers of grace, rivers of love, and rivers of peace from the throne of grace through all your hearts and minds constantly. Constantly. And the more we're attacked and the more we're mistreated and the more we're misunderstood, the more the bowels of compassion are opened and the release of the King of Glory comes forth through our foreheads with the name that is above every name. Jesus Christ, written there, sealed. (laughs) Amen. Have you been sealed with the name that's above every name? What name are you wearing in your mind? There's a lot of names. Everything's been named. Cancer's been named. Diabetes has been named. Scabies has been named. Poverty has been named. Pornography has been named. All kinds of foul, detestable things have already been named. And some wonderful, good things have been named. Cats have been named. Fishes have been named. Whales have been named. And I love birds. We have bird feeders in the backyard. I got binoculars out there. I like bird watching, man. I like butterflies. I'll be down in Sinaloa sometimes, and it's butterfly season. They'll have over 200 species of butterflies migrating through the Sea of Cortes. And it's just like a rainbow of butterflies flying through you, literally just millions of 200 different colors of butterflies. Talk about heaven on earth. It's awesome. But they're all named. And there's a name that's above all the names of the kingdom of hell, and all the names of the kingdom of the earth, and all the names of the kingdom of heaven, like Gabriel, Michael, Raphael, Uriel, and the living creatures, and the 24 elders before his throne. There's names for everything, but I tell you the truth, when you have the name of Jesus Christ written on your forehead, that name's above all those names. And that's humility, even though you're raised from the dead while in the body. You can have that name written on you. That's above every... Oh, it's all Him! He's in you! Will you let Him shine forth through you, through your whole heart, and through your whole soul, and through your whole countenance? Blazing brighter than the noonday sun. Son, that's humility. That's not pride. That gives Him the most glory, the most worship when you're shining in the bright morning star, burning through your hearts and burning through your faces. That's what he died on the cross for, to glorify you, to restore what Adam and Eve lost in the fall, which is the Holy Spirit. Peter calls him the spirit of glory and of God. And when you're mistreated for being a Christian, rejoice, because you bear the marks of of the Spirit of glory and of God. (laughs) And this light is so bright that it attacks the darkness. (laughs) What's the darkness going to do against the light? I tell you the truth, let it encourage you when people's darkness is revealed by your burning light of the morning star rising in your heart by the prophetic word it is written. That's the brightness of the Creator. And you're revealing how fallen creation is and they don't want to be revealed, because, oh my God, my shame, my sin. I look so bad in this bright light, and they compare you to themselves because of their pride. Don't have comparisons. This is just a sinner saved by grace that learned how to just let the Father, let him enter into the feast, kill the fattened calf, start eating his flesh, drinking his blood, receiving grace, building upon grace in their spiritual stomach, going from glory to glory. It's all gift. The robe, the feet, the head, everything the Father does and glorifying the temple of his dwelling. Your body's the new covenant. And the younger ones really get it. They just enter right in. Luke 15. You know, even the slaves of my father's house have it better than this. So they go back, planning on being a slave, and then instead of slavery, they get sonship. And their mind's blown. They enter the kingdom like little children because they just came back receiving whatever, no expectations whatsoever, because we know we're scum. I knew, it, I, I knew I was scum when I was 18 years old. Court ordered the Minnesota Teen Challenge nearly 20 years ago. There wasn't a good thing about me. I didn't think there was one good thing about me. I had done so much sin, so much criminal activity, so much drugs. I was a brain-dead zombie, perma-fried from doing over a 1,000 hits of LSD. It's true. I, hadn't, I couldn't even read, <laughs> I've been expelled from high school they arrested me in Whitefish, Montana my, the judge wouldn't talk to me, my lawyer wouldn't talk to me my public pretender wouldn't talk to me, they talked to my mom and they say, he needs Jesus <laughs> and he's got a serious drug addiction and both things were true And they said, but there's a program that you can send them to that's all about Jesus. And I got court-ordered there. And I got cleaned out of drugs. I got cleaned out of demons. I got cleaned out of sin addiction. I got cleaned out of darkness. And I got set on fire for God. Started reading my Bible two hours a day, four hours a day. Praying in tongues two hours a day. In 1999, 2000, 2001. Giving my testimony in over 200 churches in the Midwest with Rich Sherber and Earl Gilchrist. Man, we were on fire. It was awesome. And they gave me a full-ride scholarship to North Central University because I brought in millions of dollars in offerings. When they when I give my testimony, right after I give my testimony, they pass around the saucer. People be like, oh, man, this program works. Look, at they're bringing the Satanists in. Oh, my God, that's the craziest testimony I've ever heard in my life there is millions and millions of dollars i was there when they gave a million dollar check (laughs) i was like excited giving my testimony you know not jealous about it happy about it i love celebrating other people's successes i mean if i get a brother and sister they get some breakthrough i'm your biggest fan i'm so happy for you when you come out of total hell on earth Every good thing that you experience that the anointing does, you celebrate it in others. People are so blinded by their own pride that they can't celebrate others. Their bowels of compassion are closed. And they get all these lying demons and snakes going through their skulls all the time, telling them all these lies, and they can't discern what's from God or what's from Satan. And they'll just believe any old serpent in the garden that comes as an angel of light to deceive You know, like Eve. Oh, it looks like good fruit. And the fruit of that tree was comely, the Bible says. The fruit was good in appearance, the Bible says. But inside was death. Inside was the grave. Inside was hell. Inside that fruit that looked good outwardly was the kingdom of Satan. It's true. When they ate from that fruit, they became encapsulated in hell of the ancient red dragon whose tail swept one-third of the stars. You ever met any so anyone that's been encapsulated in hell? Grew up in hell? Still is in hell. And doesn't have heaven on earth like we experience by grace? We're here to set those people free. How do you set them free when they've been eating from the tree of hell their whole life, thinking it's heaven? And the appearance of good and the knowledge of good? And the serpents in their brains always telling them what to do. Religious demons, they're called. You get them eating from the tree of life. You so demonstrate the tree of life by laying your life down and serving people the anointing oil and the word of God and the new wine every single day we do. Every day. Not just me. There's a remnant that does this work of the gospel, apostles and prophets worldwide. And you just let them feast on the tree of life. The new covenant is you can eat from the tree of life again. The veil has been torn. You're welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. You're welcome back into the spirit of glory. You're welcome back into the spirit of Christ. And you can have as much wine and bread as you want. You can eat as much life as you want from the word of God without any condemnation from Satan, without, without any accusation from any lying demon in the garden. And you can be sealed inside Christ, free from the kingdom of hell and all of its accusers and all of its punishments of the law. Because the law is destroyed in the blood of the Lamb. And it is the law that accuses you on tablets of stone. I studied Second Corinthians today for hours, went through the whole book shared it in our Red Letter Ministries group on Facebook, the highlights from it, and it just blew my mind. It's been a while since I went through 2 Corinthians. Man, that's juicy. I am so excited to go through that every day and just get fat in my spiritual stomach on the glory of God, my rich treasury of glory. You know, we're all a bunch of athletes here. I know a lot of us, and there's a lot of health food freaks here too, and I know, that's cool. But I'm telling you, There's a place of getting fat. F-A-T, fat. In the Old Covenant, it was called the fat of the sacrifice that the Father received. It was the richest measure of the Divine Presence. It was the glory of God. It represents the very thick presence of God the Father. And you get your stomach so fat from feasting on the stake of the Word, drinking the wine of the Word, receiving the anointing of the Word, that you're fat, that you're spiritually fed. You can never be too overfed on the word, on the wine, and on the oil. Revelation says, do not harm the oil and wine. That means no demon or devil can harm the oil and wine. Have you seen Red Letter Ministries for 10 years in the Drunken Glory? We've suffered all violence from religious demons that exist in the universe. Could they harm the oil and wine? Not at all! We've never been more victorious than today. We're massacring them. This is a joke. This is Elijah versus the prophets of Baal. Universally. We've never been stronger on wine and oil. We've never had more strength in the word of God. King of kings and Lord of lords. Rider of the white horse. The angel of the Lord. The leader of Joel's army. Always leading us in triumphant procession. Always leading us into a greater glory into a wide open place. We're the Highlanders. We live on the tops of the mountains of the world because he's raised us from the dead while in the body. He has given us grace without measure into our spirit. Philippians, the very last verse, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. (laughs) We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. If you want to partner with Red Letter Ministries, you can donate at redlettermin.com. We'll see you tomorrow.